0: You're listening to episode 13 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. She's got skills. skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Well, welcome to episode 13 of the podcast. Today, we have a really special interview. I am really, really pleased to welcome Bradley Metrock to the show. He is the CEO of Score Publishing, and he is the one that puts on the annual Alexa conference, and he is also the person that runs the... VoiceFirst.fm podcast network, which is all about voice first technologies. So, he is a very sought after leader and speaker at various conferences uh, globally. And it is an absolute pleasure to bring him onto the podcast today to tell us a little bit about what the Alexa conference is all about, what voice First FM is all about. And also to tell us a little bit about the discussions that they were having at the Alexa conference just last month in January uh, with their 2018 edition of the conference. And finally, just before we get to the interview, I want to tell you to hold on to the end because I have two big, big announcements to make. The first is about the future of Alexa in Canada, the voice experience podcast. And the second one is about something totally brand new that I'm going to be launching in one week. So stay tuned for these two announcements. But for now, let's welcome Bradley Metrock onto the show. So we have Bradley Metrock on the podcast today. I'm thrilled to, to welcome you, Bradley. Um, you are... Thank you for uh, having me, Terry. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. And um, maybe we can just start off by uh, telling our audience a little bit about you and your story and how you got interested in uh, voice and, and Alexa in particular.
1: Absolutely. So I am CEO of a company called Score Publishing. We're a small company based here in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, we, we've we got our hands in a lot of different things. We produce several conferences. We uh, develop content uh, on a contract basis for individuals and organizations um we own and operate something called voice first fm which is a podcast network i'm sure we'll talk about that but Uh so the way the way that uh i got interested in voice was we at first we had a lot of um we had several clients and partners come to us and say okay We've produced this content, you know, this series of books, this book, or whatever, you know, whatever the case might have been. Right. We're looking at what's going on with voice technology. We're seeing, you know, Siri at first. In some cases, that's all some people saw. We're seeing Alexa. We're seeing uh, Google Home. What do we need to be doing with our organizations, with our content to take advantage of? this technology or simply not to miss the boat how do we need to be leveraging this you know what's the story sure and uh at first our answer was we have absolutely no idea okay. <laughs> like uh, like a lot of new
0: things Is that everything sort yeah. of out in the open all right yeah
1: for sure and uh you know uh no clue i mean we were seeing the rise of it like everyone else but we or nobody anointed us subject matter experts. Right. But we went and, and found out. We went and did a lot of homework. Uh-huh. We went and uh, unearthed um, a lot of best practices that were going on, not just in publishing, where several publishers were quietly sort of testing things out with the technology, but also in other sectors, uh-huh. um, seeing, uh, for example, there's a company, here in Nashville called Ingram Barge, and they just recently rebranded themselves to Ingram Marine Company or something. Uh But they sell sell barges. That's what they do. Okay. And uh, found out that they were using voice technology. They had just started using voice technology to uh, replace screens in the captain's cabin. So if you're captaining a barge, Uh um, you have to keep your gaze affixed on the horizon. Uh-huh. Um, and even more so at night. Now, at night, when you're attempting to do that, it's a well-known problem that these captains have that there's so many screens in the cabin yeah. that it obscures their vision. It really makes it hard to see. It may, it's just a difficult situation. Sure. So there was a demand for uh, having voice interaction with the computer rather than having to look at the screen to receive information in real time you know stuff like that the more right. and more we found out um what was what different sectors were doing with the technology the more that we realized this is not a fad yep this is not some thing that just showed up and it'll be gone you're here today gone tomorrow right this is a permanent shift in computing right and it was at that point you know, one of the things that we publish, you know, score pub- with SCORE Publishing are conferences. We do, a, a, you know, a good job running conferences. It's mm-hmm. something that we enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And so we put together the first Alexa conference. We piloted the Alexa conference in January 2017, yeah. uh, sort of quietly. You know, we didn't promote it very much. And uh, it was here in Nashville. It was on the camp- campus of Vanderbilt University. Uh-huh. And we had people come from all over the place, including overseas. Wow. And, and yeah, we were flattered by that. In fact, we were flat out shocked. And so we decided to make the event a permanent annual occurrence. We moved it to Chattanooga, Tennessee, which is a very upcoming city. You know, we could have put it in Boston. We could have put it in New York or the Bay Area or wherever else. But uh, we wanted a emergent city uh, to host this conference for this emergent technology. And so that's what we did. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But, uh, Yeah, so but that's that's sort of how I got into it is is clients and partners asking about it and just as I peeled back layers of the onion, you know, dove deeper into the rabbit hole. Yeah, um, just became more and more enamored. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's great.
0: The uh, as you said, it's 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 not just a fad. And the more I learn about this, and I'm new to this, this is very new in Canada. um, The more I learn about it, it's just it's it's obvious that this is the future of computing. Like you said. Um, sure it's 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 very very uh it's very fascinating where we're going to be going over the next couple of years
1: and and a uh, decade or so so and can, it, it well just to throw more, one more yeah. thing in there you know brian romley uh who i call the oracle of voice first uh-huh um you know if you listen to him we've had him on voice First FM yep. many times uh you yep. should definitely have him on this show as well yeah i've listened really to him a, yeah Yes, yeah, super, super smart um, mm-hmm. you know, guy that's been on the forefront of technology for a long time. He um, has a sort of thesis that I've bought into wholeheartedly, which states that uh, the uh, arc of computing, the evolution of computing um, as time approaches infinity should approach being voice first, because when we're born – all we have is our mother's voice. Mm-hmm. And then rapidly we develop an inner voice. And so these things are part of who we are as human beings. It's part of our humanity. So, therefore, it stands to reason that as time goes by, computers themselves will approach being voice first as well. And, you know, when I heard him explain that much more eloquently than I did, I wish I came <laughs> up with something like that um you know it just really deeply resonated and um, and i think we're seeing that play out on a day-to-day basis so yeah it's it's all very exciting
0: absolutely and that's one of the things i, I mean I, I couldn't agree more um you know one of the things that i've noticed is that you know again in, in learning about this um you, you know we 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 learn we learned these skills to first use initially it was a keyboard and a mouse and then we got rid of the keyboard and the mouse to a certain degree and now we're using um, you know touch screens and swiping but as we're now using voice, that is becoming much more true to the way humans communicate.
1: With sure, you. and uh, and we're we're seeing entire an entire generation of children grow up with uh, thinking uh, or having an expectation that computers will be able to respond to voice, mm-hmm. and if that's all. If that's the only way you ever interact with the computer is through your voice, then hey, that's okay. Right. And, um, and so um, there's no turning back, no. Uh, you know the way I see it. Yeah,
0: no, that's great. So can you tell us a little bit about this this conference? So you ran your second annual conference then this January, 2018, and I know you had uh, I, I believe I heard that your your attendees were double what they were the first year.
1: They were. Yeah, we doubled. And, uh, you know, there was some weather that, that came up that was that kept some people away. Uh, but, uh, you know, yeah, the uh, the attendance doubled um, and we expected to double again next year. Great. Um, as well. And so the Alexa conference is the annual gathering of Alexa developers and enthusiasts from around the world. Mm-hmm. So, um You know, in the room, we've got people who have developed Alexa skills before who um, are seeking thought leadership and and best practices, you know, a a discussion of what's going on with Alexa and voice technology in a broader sense, because you can't discuss Alexa without discussing other voice technologies. Sure. Um, You know, you just can't discuss things in a vacuum uh, as much as you might want to try. (laughs) So. Um, You know, there's developers in the room, but then there's non-developers in the room. Um, And we're a big believer in, um, you know, to use some business jargon, you know, cross-pollinization of different types of people doing different types of things to create a unique learning environment. So at the Alexa conference just uh, a week or so ago, we had an educator come and talk about uh, using Alexa in the classroom, which I think is truly a interesting frontier for Alexa development. Um, it's something oh, wow. that I think Amazon's going to be um, probably more intentional about as we move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a number of companies talk about creating Alexa skills for consumer brands, mm-hmm. uh, like Octavio Minical out of Nicaragua talked about creating uh, an Alexa skill for Tide. And Alexa skill for Safeway, um, things like that. The fo- the folks from Voice XP were there talking about Alexa skills they had developed for Chingy, who's a platinum wrapper, hmm. um, and CenturyLink, which is an interesting company, a, a large company as well. So, um, and then you had people talking about Alexa in healthcare uh-huh. um, and all sorts of uh, uh, aspects of how voice technology will impact. Um, the entire healthcare sector and improve healthcare outcomes, you know, across the board. I think there's a lot of excitement about that for very good reason. Right. Um, we had the United States government involved. The Federal Trade Commission sent one of their top attorneys to come talk about privacy. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, as it relates to Alexa and IoT, mm-hmm. so um, we take a broad brush approach. You know, if you want um, technical training, Amazon does a real good job of that. Right. Um This was not, uh you know, we, we had an Alexa in business lab, which was the first of its kind, which was sort of a training experience. But in general, the purpose of the conference is to bring together the community and to share best practices, because if you want technical training, Amazon's there for you. If you want Amazon's evangelism, they're there for you. Mm-hmm. This is third party, um an independent look. At everything that they're doing, and uh, and we were very pleased. And uh, the, the the pathway to growth for the event is um, is pretty profound.
0: Wow, that's great. it. Sounds like a, a very comprehensive uh, group of people there. That's, yeah, that's, sure. That's great. You know, can you are you able to give us some uh, some examples of ways that some of these sectors are actually using these skills? What are their ideas? I know we've got a lot of um, consumers of Alexa listening to this podcast, and I'm sure they'd be interested in knowing like. So what does this actually mean to me how how is this going to affect my life
1: sure oh I could give you ideas all day long so <laughs> let's, let's start let's start with the let's start with a few that were highlighted at the Alexa conference um, you know just a week or so ago sure um in healthcare care so um, let's start with children yeah. uh, or actually no let's start with senior citizens actually that's probably better so senior citizens yeah. um, suffer from isolation mm-hmm uh, they suffer like like, you know, as is generally across the population, they suffer from depression. Um, they oftentimes, um, you know, don't have resources in place. They don't have family members, you know, uh, checking up on them. Right. Um, there's a lot of externalities that affect um the life expectancy of senior citizens. and so as you look at what some of these companies are doing um, and the ways that they're thinking about voice technology, it's just some of it starts from as simple of a standpoint as let's use Alexa to have a conversation with this senior citizen on a daily basis. Right. Um, let let's use that to remind the person to take their medicine. But let's also use it for um, and ca- to capture a mental health halo effect, so to speak, a mental health uh, positive outcome in that the senior citizens talking to Alexa and, shoot, that might be the only person, you know, only person in quotes that right. they talk to all day long. Uh-huh. Um, there's been several documented examples. And in fact, uh, even some studies that are underway, showing that uh, putting an Echo Dot, just to use one example of Amazon's hardware, in a home where there's just a single person living um, who's advanced in age um, has just uh, several positive health effects that lead to less hospital visits, that lead to all sorts of measurable uh, outcomes. Um, So extending from there, Um, you know that there's all sorts of other things there's um, you know people who have um, there's all sorts of different diseases that you can come down with that necessitate um, uh, you know daily regimens so if you have there's there's several where you have to weigh yourself every day and using Alexa to remind you to weigh yourself every day um, and then to record that information right. um is just super simple i mean that's that removes all the friction out of um monitoring yourself and stuff right. like that um one of the more interesting examples i'll mention too before i get off the healthcare sure. well uh, the healthcare
0: i'm very inter- as you, as you as you may know i so i'm a i'm a physician so the healthcare uses of alexa are Fascinating to me. And that's. Uh, well, sure. Well, let me give so, you another one yeah. that
1: I think was probably the most interesting, at least to me. So, um, and again, it focuses on senior citizens, uh, although it could be applicable to anyone. So, there is a company now working on using Alexa to, um, and, and possibly some other voice assistants as well. I'm not sure if it's going to be exclusive to the platform or anything, mm-hmm. but basically to listen to your house. And so, um, this company has the capability of listening to your house, mm-hmm. uh, or, or your apartment or, or condo or, you know, your room at a yeah. nursing home or whatever, um, and establishing baseline, uh, patterns to where it knows, um, if you open the refrigerator, they know, you know, within a, um reasonable probability did you you know what you got out of there was it a bottle of water did you even get anything out of there um or was it you know did you get a bag of chips out of the pantry it's listening for that it's Hmm. listening to the number of times you go to the bathroom um (laughs) over the course of the day um it's listening to several different um things that then become predictive of um Of your health and it's able to establish context for um, engaging you um, on improving health outcomes and in fact uh, another aspect of it is you know senior citizens can fall they can they can um, uh, hit their head they can things can happen and nobody knows sure and if uh, if your voice assistant uh, one aspect of this is that if your voice assistant doesn't hear anything happening um, then it, there are emergency protocols in place to contact a family member, contact a hospital, or whatever if cer- a certain amount of period, you know, time goes by, and uh, if the person fails to respond. So, right. you know, the, I, I found that fascinating. Yeah. Uh, so people are being creative with it, and I think that's uh, necessary. But uh, I think the doors are about to blow off in terms of healthcare specifically. Yeah,
0: yeah, it, it certainly sounds like it. What about um, some of the other sectors? Do you have any sort of uh, examples of education or what you're saying or other other, others?
1: So in the world of publishing, which is closely tied to obviously education, there is a thought that every book that has ever been published, that is being published now or that's ever going to be published, needs to live um, in the Internet of Things. Mm -hmm. So um, that's that's more than just the audio book. Yeah. You know, if you're publishing a book, like let's say that you want to publish a book about your career um, at some point, you know, e- yeah. Having an audio book is pretty important. That's the fastest growing uh, area of revenue in the publishing industry worldwide right now, but <sighs> voice assistants take it further. Um, there uh, becomes all sorts of opportunities for interactivity that did not previously exist um, thanks to voice assistants. And you're seeing some companies now, like, um, and I'll just start rattling off some here. There's a company called Novel Effect, mm-hmm. um, which is out of Seattle, that um, has put together technology to where uh, if you are reading a child or another human being a story, yeah. um, Alexa uh, or you know other voice assistants can hear Uh, The words coming out of your mouth in real time and they sync up, you know, uh, they'll hear you reading the story and they will get in sync with you um, this uh, audio, you know, sound effects and this audio soundscape that goes along with the story. Now, that sounds gimmicky uh, and it is until you also find out that by doing that, you, uh, as they have found out in some of their studies and in some independent studies, you increase reading comprehension substantially.
0: Oh, wow. That's uh, interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the comprehension that the uh, person receiving the story walks away with, their ability to recall um, goes way up. So that's one example. You've got uh, Tellables, which is um, creating stories that specifically with Alexa, and Tellables was a sponsor of the Alexa conference. Um, Amy Stapleton is the CEO and founder of that company The what, what she and Intellibles are working on is, um, having stories that Alexa can, uh, tell you and having the reader being able to interact with those stories in different ways, ask questions of, of the story in real time. Select a story is another one. Katie Ernst, um, uh-huh. is doing some interesting things, uh, in terms of bringing stories, uh, for aimed at children, um, into the voice realm. And I could just go on and on. Right. So there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of companies that are working on, uh, bringing, um, content aimed at children and just content period, but content aimed at children in terms of education, yeah. um, into the voice technology realm. And, you know, the other thing is, um, you know, consumer good consumer good companies, it's obvious. You know, the, the first step they try to take is just converting their website into an Alexa skill. Right. But that's kinda that's kinda limited. That's yeah. kinda like, you know, who cares? Um the where the um real value add comes from is a lot of these companies that have already integrated chatbots into their websites to where they can have a conversation on the web mm-hmm. that's been pre programmed. Um, we're seeing a lot of companies bring that effort over into the voice realm um, so that that can be a conversation that's had, just be a voice. That's sort of the low-hanging fruit. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, you know, um, every conceivable sector is going to be in, in, impacted by this technology, and um, and it's fun, not just with the Alexa conference to see examples of this, but also with what we do with Voice First FM, too.
0: So yeah so tell us a little more about that. I've noticed you've got a you've got a quite an extensive uh catalog now of of podcasts all relating to voice in some in some way or another.
1: Yeah, so uh Voice First FM is the podcast network for the new era of voice first computing. So we've got a number of shows. Uh, I am host or co-host on uh most of them. Uh we we are on the verge of announcing two new shows that I don't host, which is fantastic, <laughs> uh, as we grow the, as we grow the network. But, sure. um, uh, you know, what's happening with voice technology, uh, Terry is that it's moving. It's so such a incredible velocity, um, that many of the stories, um, of growth in the, uh, in this technolo- technological evolution that we're all living through, can easily get lost. Hmm. And so with Voice First FM, again, just another form of publishing, um, right. it uh, it is our storytelling device. It is our megaphone um, hmm. to amplify the incredible work that so many people across the world are doing. Um, we've had uh, celebrity guests like Tim O'Reilly and Gary Vaynerchuk join us. Oh, great! Uh-huh. Um, we've had um, you know people like uh, Alex Fleetwood of Sensible Object, who's using voice technology to augment board games.
0: Hmm. Uh,
1: we've had, I mean, uh, you, <clears throat> we've had uh, the folks from 169 Labs over in Germany who are doing uh, incredible work, consulting with. Um, companies and organizations in Europe uh, as Alexa comes into some of those marketplaces for the first time, working with them on creating voice experiences. We had Octavio Menical out of Nicaragua, Bespoken out of Peru. And countless countless companies and individuals here in the United States um, join us. And it's been fun to hear their stories. It's been fun to help them tell their stories and get that word out. And we're very proud to say that Voice First FM is listened to by tens of thousands of people uh, across 46 countries as of right now.
0: That's great. That just that shows the uh, the interest in this technology. It's just uh, like I say in, in my short time of being involved with this. It's just unbelievably. It's unbelievable and it's exploding. And as you well know, so that's absolutely the. Um, you know when I when I when I think about how we're doing in Canada in relation to how you're doing in the states. I mean as far as alexa goes alexa's only been available in the states for about 3 years now and yeah. so uh obviously the growth has been the growth has been exponential but it's almost like alexa's a a 3-year-old a toddler in the states for us sure. here in canada alexa's been out for 2 months so alexa is a brand new baby it's 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 a newborn infant and i don't know if you can think back like what was what were the the reactions to people when it first came out or what did you see as the the challenges when it first was launched and how has that changed over over the short time that you had it there and because I'm I'm wondering how things will go over the you know the first six months and the first year that it's in Canada.
1: Sure. So I think the biggest thing to to um keep in mind is people don't like to learn new things. <clears throat> they don't like to do new things. They don't like anything that's a new thing. You know, it's just it's our human nature. Mm-hmm. So, uh, inevitably, that manifests itself with something like Alexa, with people saying this is a fad. Yeah. Um, you know, there there have been plenty of fads. Uh, there have been plenty of things that are here today and gone tomorrow. There have been plenty of things that uh, companies have bought in whole hog, saying, "heck yeah, let's go with this," and uh, and then six months later, it's nowhere to be found, and a lot of people get burned. Mm-hmm. So um so getting over that initial speed bump of resistance mm-hmm. um is what had to happen here in the United States um and inevitably will have to happen in every market including Canada right. um you know the the chorus line of people saying and it, it's harder to do in Canada right because other places like the United States um the technology is going strong and it's ramping up even more than ever before. So True. Uh, perhaps that um, learning curve may be shortened, mm-hmm. uh, abbreviated um, in, in subsequent markets, um, or maybe it won't. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, getting over people trying to use different arguments to say it's a fad, I think, is um, the first step toward market growth. Then it becomes, um, you start to get into just general acceptance um, and and broad, you know, early adoption. And and then what you see there is uh, companies that are investing in the technology. And this is actually where I would say we are in the United States in many ways. Companies are investing in the technology because they understand it's here to stay. Right. But – the challenge becomes no matter how much Amazon promotes, no matter how much Google promotes, um, even if Apple, um, you know, gets its uh, act together and, and becomes a valid third competitor. Um, there's still, um, there's just natural, um, some things can't be rushed, uh, to penetrate the whole market. is just going to take some time. And so, you know companies that are developing alexa skills and looking at this marketplace saying how can i get involved the, you know people in canada right now saying hey this is great this this is is here now mm-hmm. uh, i want to get involved um you've got to like any venture make sure that you are ready to weather um the, you know the uh the time it's going to take to reach, uh, the full, you know, for the market to fully grow. Um, you know, you can't rush in and just have, you know, three months of income sitting there or thinking that this is going to make you rich or something like that right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, people, the people who are having the most success right now, um, in, in America or anywhere else are the people who are, um, solving genuine problems and doing so, uh, out of a, uh, either a, a, a position of strength or just a position of, um, profound caring. Uh, and because you do, you, you come from either one of those areas, you know, uh, from those vectors and, uh, and the money will follow. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, there's still a lot of growth that has to go on in the market. Um, even with all the numbers of, um, you know, millions and millions of smart speakers being sold like in the fourth quarter last year and, right. um, those numbers ramping up, um, it's it's uh, people have to be patient uh, because this is the way that we're going to be interacting with computers the rest of our lives. And no one's saying we're going to get rid of screens. Um, some computers will have screens. Most will, in fact, uh, but some won't. They'll just be audio only. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, uh, this is the way that we're going to be interacting with computers from, from this point forward. And, um, and so uh, taking the long view is very necessary.
0: Right. No, absolutely. Is there much, or have you have you are you aware of much conversation in the United States about the development of skills for Canada? I know that's probably the in my conversations with people part of our community here in Canada, the biggest frustration right now is the lack of good skills, and that you know there there, were, uh, there are thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of skills in the in the states right now. In Canada, on launch day, I looked at the Skills Store for Canada, and there were one hundred and fifty. Now that's ramped up a lot, obviously, but that's the biggest frustration right now among Canadians is that there are so many skills and features and things that are just not available up here. And I'm just curious, was was did that come into the conversation at all at the conference?
1: It didn't necessarily yet. Yeah, the, in, the, in the first Alexa conference, we did actually. It was a bit of a discussion, but this past year with the growth, uh, no, it wasn't. And yeah, we went through that in America uh, as well. You know. Um, there haven't always been tens of thousands of skills in the Alexa skills marketplace in the United States for And, and certainly quality has been a problem. Yeah. Um, quality was a huge problem, uh, you know, in the first year to two years and and some people even perceive it as still a problem. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the searchability, so in the United States, as this, as the number of skills has skyrocketed, um, we have new problems now. Uh, the problem is no longer, uh, Hey, there's not that much to choose from because we went through that. Like you're going through it now. Uh, now the problem is what do, where do I even begin? Right. Um, right. and, um, and so, uh, yeah, you know, as the Canadian market matures, um, it's one of those things where I think, um, having the United States already at, at a more advanced state will help because surely some of the more successful developers will bring their skills over into the Canadian market. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, it's just going to be something that um, as Canada starts to come online, you're going to see that number ramp up quickly um, as it has in the U.S.
0: And 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 we are starting to see that. It's just that you know people are um you know people are aware of certain skills in the states uh the, the the whole idea of like you know ordering pizza that's always been used as an example and a promotional type of skill that amazon has put out and you know and, and that sort of thing isn't available so but that's those are the kinds of things that canadians know about and then they go to look for that and they don't have it so but i i mean i understand you can't, order well.
1: pizza. you can't order pizza using alexa in canada
0: not yeah, nope that's nope. awful so
1: it's it's uh, you
0: know, what is this world coming to? I exactly.
1: No, I I, I yeah and that sounded sarcastic. It's not at all. I mean you yeah it's some of it um uh, uh, some of it falls back on Amazon. That surprises me to hear um, because you know Amazon um who has done a very good job in evangelizing um Alexa worldwide and uh really um helping shape uh, really helping lead the marketplace um it sounds like they've got some work to do in canada then because yeah absolutely there are baseline expectations now in every new market and um and if some developer is not going to develop you know if domino's pizza is i don't know if they're in canada or not i assume they are um you know isn't going to bring their Alexa skill uh you know on their own when the market opens up you know that's a conversation amazon needs to be leading the way with and i'm sure that they probably are yeah,
0: and that's – that. like I said, that's – the first, I mean just to, some other examples. We, we don't have multiple um, accounts on one Alexa device, so you can't uh, – you know, I know Alexa, I believe, because I haven't experienced this, but in the States, I believe Alexa can start to differentiate different users in the home based on the voice. Um, y-
1: yes, and that's very recent.
0: Okay. We don't have that. We don't have the ability to set uh, an alarm um, associated with a particular type of music, so we only have the actual okay. alarm sound. So anyway, the list goes on. So um, – Anyway, but those are I guess those are the things that come with being uh you know uh, a, a technology that's really in its infancy in in the country.
1: It it is and you got to keep in mind as well like what Amazon is doing um with Alexa from a 30,000 foot view um Everything that they've done to evolve the technology itself, everything they've done on a hardware side, all these different things they've released and their willingness to experiment. Mm -hmm. And then everything they've done to staff up the company to have this network of evangelists uh, and and people who are leading different markets and handling training, this, that and the other. Um, What they're doing, Terry, is, is just there's no other word than historic. Um, big companies aren't supposed to be able to move like this. They're not supposed to be able to be this agile. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, um, they've spoiled us in many ways. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, I, you know, I think there's a lot that Amazon could do better. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not on the Amazon payroll. We'll never be on the Amazon Mm -hmm. payroll. Um, but, uh, you have to call it like it is. They've, they've spoiled us in many ways. Mm -hmm. They've done a phenomenal job. Yeah. And, um, and so as you look at the Canadian market, um, and and other markets as they come online, you know, I think they just launched in Ireland a a day or two ago. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, um, you just got to keep the big picture in mind and sort of let them catch up because, um it's easy to lose sight of uh, just how special what it is that they're doing, uh, moving everything this quickly. Yeah, no,
0: and uh, I, I totally agree with you. I think, uh, you know, you get a little taste of it and you want you want all the features that you're hearing about. But I understand. Uh, I, I agree with you. Um, what they're doing is absolutely remarkable. So, well, I think, uh, I mean, I could talk to you all day, but I think we should cut it there for the sake of the listeners and, and so on. We'll have to have you back on some other time.
1: Um, I greatly appreciate you. I, I love what you're doing, um, and I'm honored that you asked me to be part of it.
0: Well, that's wonderful. Is there is there a particular website or a particular skill or something that you would like to leave the audience with here? Where would, that, where would be the best place for them to, to look you up uh, or to find out more about what you're doing?
1: So if somebody's listened to the podcast and uh, they, they uh, want to learn more about some of the things we're doing, I would encourage people to go to voicefirst.fm. Yep. and um, look at some of the shows. We're going to be expanding the lineup of shows. Look at There's all sorts of different uh, podcasts related to voice technology, and we would encourage people to check them out and subscribe. Um, at, separately, registration has already opened up for the Alexa conference in 2019, um, even though it's a long way away. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if somebody uh, is listening to this and uh, is intrigued to attend that conference and learn more, we'd encourage them to go ahead and register. They can do that at lexiconference.com. Wonderful.
0: Well, that is, uh, I've had a great time chatting with you. Thanks again so much for uh, spending some of your time, uh, your wealth of knowledge about what's going on. And uh, what can I say? I really appreciate it.
1: I appreciate you, Terry. Thank you very much.
0: So there you have it. Once again, a big, big thank you to Bradley for taking uh, some of his time to spend with us on the podcast. As you can see, he truly does have his finger on the pulse of what's going on in the voice-first world. So thanks again, Bradley. Now for the big announcements. Um, Since Bradley was on the uh, podcast, him and I had the opportunity to chat about what each of us are doing. And I am super excited. I'm absolutely thrilled to announce that Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience, is now a proud member of the voicefirst.fm podcast network. So uh, this podcast joins a lineup of other tremendous podcasts, uh, and a lineup of podcasts that I know is expanding internationally, um, us being the first. And uh, this is really, really exciting. I couldn't be more happy to join such an excellent uh, network of podcasts and to be part of the world of voicefirst. So I just want to also take this opportunity to thank Bradley for the invitation to join the network. Um, I think it's a fantastic fit for Alexa in Canada, and like I said, I am absolutely thrilled. Now for the second announcement. The second announcement is that to accompany the Alexa in Canada podcast and everything that is going on on the website and the blog uh, and the Facebook community and our Instagram feed and Twitter and everything that's going on, I decided that. We need to do something that is genuinely voice first and Alexa based. And so, as of next week, in six days actually, on Monday, February 19th, I am launching the Voice in Canada Flash Briefing, which is going to be available on Amazon uh, Alexa. And so, this uh, Flash Briefing is going to be little, quick, little snippets of tips and tricks that you can uh, try out with your Alexa devices. I'm gonna cover some skill reviews. I am going to cover certain commands that I discover. I'm gonna uh, talk about different apps that may work very well with your Alexa device. I'm going to be talking about even some deals that are time sensitive if I discover these to let you know to take advantage of them. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. These are gonna be short form audio snippets and uh, you can expect that to, uh, to come out daily. And I'm really excited to bring that to you. Just as a little heads up, next week the podcast will be about uh, flash briefings, and I'm going to uh, have a special guest on to talk a little bit about how my flash break, how my flash briefing was made. And um, there's also going to be a contest for you to win your own Echo Dot. So uh, you can check out the website right now for the flash briefing, which is VoiceInCanada.ca, or you can also go to AlexaInCanada.ca/slash flash briefing. So there you have it. I will have lots of links in the show notes of this episode, episode 13. So you will find that at alexaincanada.ca slash 13. And there I will put links to the various things that we talked about. And, of course, I'll put a link to the voicefirst.fm network where you can check out the other podcasts. There is so much great information there, and there uh, is something for everyone. So – um Make sure that you have subscribed so you don't miss any of the other great interviews that we have coming up. And uh, until next week, uh, I look forward to uh, speaking to you then. And uh, have a great week, everybody.
1: She's got She's got skills.